You, my friend, are listening to The Happy Hearthstone. This episode is brought to you, as always, by listeners just like you. Great friends like Typical Tyrant, Nicholas D., Nick Patrick, Jordan L., Algaron, Zoroshio, Robert Y., Beef Squatch, and Lindsay W. are helping to make this show happen every week. You can join them and get some great perks for yourself, like the aforementioned shoutouts on the show, exclusive content, early access to episodes, and more. Go check it out for yourself at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. Hello and welcome to episode 156 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I'm your host, Andrew Brown, and as promised, we are back to somewhat, at least, of a regular schedule. I am really excited to have a good friend from the community, a guy who's been on the show before, uh, joined me like way back in my heydays. I was just kind of starting to take on the show as my own and has become a fast friend. Great streamer, great player. Uh, when he came on before, actually, well, I'll leave the story a little later. This is my good friend, Venga Dragon. What's going on, man? <laughs> Venga Dragon. Venga. That's the battle cry, man. They, That's right. It's it's a zero mana, you know, instant instant run and hide from your your opponent. All you gotta do is just play that card, venga, and that's it. You know what I mean? So that does that win you games, or is yeah, that yeah. just a diversion tactic? I, I think it loses me more games than it wins, but you know, we gotta we 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 get it done. We get it done. But uh, you know, now, I was just gonna say, man, it was a long time ago. We what? Maybe almost like a year and a half ago. So. Yeah, and, and we were talking a little before, but I I did I had this thought and didn't share it because I wanted to sh- save it for the show. When you when you first came on, you were kind of new to the Hearthstone scene. You had just played for I don't know a few months or something like that, and now you've been playing for over a year. You're streaming. You've hit rank five many many times. Uh, you've you've learned and grown a lot. Do you feel like a different uh, Venga Dragon coming on the show uh, this time? <laughs> I absolutely do, and it, it's still humble though. I mean, I firstly got to thank you for really like at the beginning of when I first met you. You know, I was nothing then, and uh, and, and you know, I mean, whatever. I, I was somebody, but I was I was nothing in the community, and you gave me a chance, and it was and really took. Glad to be back, and I wanted to thank you on air and say you were the one that that motivated me to become a better Hearthstone player. And mm. because of what we did together, made me believe that you know I, I, there was a good community here, and that you know that's I'm so thankful for that. So it was you know surprise, surprise. You you meant a lot to me in that time, and yes, I'm a I'm a completely different. Uh, Hearthstone player now. Back then, I was a nice guy. Now I'm uh, now I'm nasty, mofo. <laughs> Hardly. Um, no, dude, it's my pleasure. I it's been awesome to kind of see you uh, grow your stream and stuff like that. I, I really should let you introduce yourself though, since it's been a long time. Some people may not be as familiar with you, so tell us about uh, what the past year has been, but also stretch a little further back uh, from that. Like, how how did you get involved with Hearthstone, and where are you at today? Yeah. Well, the the way that I got involved in Hearthstone was because I was working with a online poker site and a lot of poker players become Hearthstone players as well because there's that that competition, it's the one-on-one like a heads-up match in in Hold'em. There's an element of turn-based like poker is a turn-based game and there's lots of different strategies that 
that come into play and there's similarities. So they asked me to study Hearthstone because they were going to do a, a, a promotion with Hearthstone streamers and players and tie it into poker. So I just started playing Hearthstone and like well in, I just said, man, this is, this is, this game is really corny. It's really stupid. And because of all the, at the time it was just right around the, the Angoro release and like, some of the quests and stuff. I was just like, what is going on? I didn't understand anything. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a different world for sure. Yeah. And I was just like, this is, this is nothing like poker. And then I realized, well, it's uh, about 12 hours into the, into the session of playing for the first time that I really truly loved the game. And it just, I got hooked right away and I felt, saw all these different similarities between it. And those similarities are just that, that competition. And also just like things like tempo and, card advantage and re- reading your player's hand, reading the board. There's a lot of similarities. So th- that's how I got into it. And then I've kind of really dove into it because I was a natural player. I, I played professional poker for many years. I still do as a, as something that supplements my income. But I do like marketing and things like that as, as, a, as also part of my income. I'm basically a hustler, you know, so... Um, I have a lot of time to play Hearthstone and you know, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it in this game. I want to be a legend someday and be somebody that people can come to hopefully for some advice and things like that. So um, I learn a lot and I still need to learn, but I have a lot of knowledge to share just natural mm-hmm. ability. If I could say that. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you've come a long way and I, I've heard a lot from poker players such as yourself that there's just so much crossover, especially when it comes to like uh, mentally what you're dealing with game by game. And, uh, you know, like Hearthstone may be very distinct in that you've got all these different cards that do different things and you're building a deck. But when it comes down to like uh, how you're deciding what to do and how you're reading your opponents and stuff like that, there's it seems like there's a lot of things that really uh, that play in both fields, essentially. Absolutely. And the, I think the main thing is, is like thinking ahead when you're playing and you're thinking a few turns ahead. And, and it's like for anybody that knows, say, Texas Hold'em, there's a flop turn in a river. And I always tell players that in, in <coughs> poker, I say, what is your what is your hand going to look like on, say, the river or in Hearthstone? I'd say, what are you what are you thinking? What is going to happen on turn five for you? Like. If you, in the mulligan stage, if you take this and that, what are you going to accomplish? What is what are you going to try and make your opponent believe? And also, what do you have by turn five? Mm. So, so those things you really have to plan ahead, and and that's one of the things that I'm working on most mostly. And the other takeaway that I that I took from poker is my uh, ability to sit there and just get beat over the head. You know, it's mathematically. And I was telling a, a person the other day on 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 the stream, like I stream right now Tuesday through. Um, what's going on? I got alarms in the background. Anyway, let me edit that. Ready? Yeah. So the other day I was on stream, and player says to me, he "says you know, how do you how do you like you know you're winning or losing?" I said, "Listen, if you lose six games in a row." And you win, I mean, if you lose four games in a row and then you win the next six in a row, you know, you have a a 60% winning percentage, you know. So don't think of it 
play by play or hand by hand or game by game or whatever. Just play it, play for the long haul. Over over time, mm-hmm. you'll you should get a positive win rate. It just it it's all on how you get there, though. You may get there at different steps. You could lose ten games in a row and win the next fifteen. You know, something like that. You know, it, and you still have a positive yeah, yeah. win rate. So don't let those things bother you. Don't go on tilt. Don't don't let the negatives invade your mind. And that's one of the things that when I was playing poker that I uh, was most happy about is the fact that I could get like just completely busted and, and just sit there with a smile on my face and just be like, it is what it is. And just let's go again, put some more <laughs> chips up and let's go. You know, same, yeah. same with Hearthstone, just either concede whatever, or let them, you know, let them, Go to your face like what happened to me the other night. A guy did eight thousand damage in one in one turn to me. With Wait, a topsy deck. what? <laughs> yes, they did oh, eight hundred damage. In oh one turn. wow! Yeah, that's I, I uh... really, yeah, yeah. It was and and it was it was it was pretty brutal. I mean, he sat there for I sat there for five minutes watching the the uh, the wick burn down. I think when's his turn <laughs> to end and right. how. How is he going to get through two taunts? And then I realized, uh-oh, he's, he's going to get through two taunts. And then my player, the, my opponent was so kind to continue to buff up his minion to 4,000 and then had two oh my gosh. Uh, of the of the boars on board with um, 4,096 4, attack each. Yeah, and, disgusting and so. is not a word I like to toss around, but I think it's very appropriate based off of what you experienced there. <laughs> Uh, that deck when it's played right is absolutely disgusting, unfortunately, but, um, well, cool, man. I, well, I, I want to take a sidestep. I want to ask more about just kind of what you've been playing and enjoying lately. I know that, uh, you've kind of been, uh, giving Blizzard a hard time about the lack of dragons lately, but has the, uh, yeah. has the rumble meta been a little bit better to you in that arena or like, uh, are, are you enjoying dragons or something else altogether? Well, I I got I got all excited when uh, when Janelai came out with with the Dragonhawk, and I then I looked down at the oh, bottom sure. um, the race, and it's a beast. So I was a, a little depressed there, <laughs> but it has dragon in the name, so that's a card that excites me. Something uh, right? <laughs> yeah, and and the, and the fact that I love I really really been enjoying the Control Priest lately, and I get to oh, play really? okay. Twilight Drake, which is like a really really fun card to play. I just love that. Mm-hmm. I. I always think like uh, when you, for example, if you have like Twilight Drake and and you play it and it's like, say a four eight or something, and then your opponent silences it for with a with it, I'm like, well, you know what? It ain't so bad because there's better cars to silence per se. You know that you can <laughs> right, and you can silence other cars. You know, yep. and, and um, so it's like that card plays pretty pretty interesting. Um, yeah, there's not enough dragons in the meta. I'm always, I'm always like, all I'm doing is going on Twitter and trying to follow people who play dragons and, uh, and you know what? We, we're a small crew right now. We're, we're looking to roar. You know what I mean? People are, that's true. People, you know, we, dragons always have good value, right? They always had mm-hmm. really, really good value. I mean, especially the, uh, what's it called again? The one, uh, Temperous, you know, that's some good value right there. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm joking. <laughs> 
I would say, right. I would say just the feeling of playing a huge dragon that like changes the game. It's just, it's a feeling of power that really isn't, uh, isn't rivaled in any other yeah. way. And I mean, that's the whole reason that I, I, like I named my, my account Vanga Dragon. And uh, just to give you a little description of what that's about, it's like Vanga in Spanish is come on. Right. So you, people go Vanga, you know. Oh. So when you're playing like when they're playing soccer or, or they call it football over here, because I'm in Europe, by the way. And, right, and right. I do play on the EU server. So it's like when they're playing football, they'll scream out Venga, you know, and it's like, come on. Or you when you walk away from somebody, and it's like, see you later. They'll even say Venga or they'll say Venga, come, you know, come like it. So it's it can be hello. It can be goodbye. It could be just like, yeah, I got you. So Venga is like a really, wow. really strong word. And it's really fun. So. It, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the context behind. Yeah. That. So that's that's where it comes from, and it's like Vanga Dragon. Plus, it was also available on Twit, Twitter, Twitch, you know, all the different platforms for social media. So it was mm-hmm. like it was kind of cool. But yeah, it's it's become nice. pretty cool. Like it. Like sometimes I'm walking down the street and I can hear I hear people say Vanga, you know, talking amongst each other, and I'm always like, yeah, they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It doesn't hurt for a little confidence yeah. boost every now and then if it's something. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen. Just don't. I, I do have to just say to the everybody who's listening, I'm not a I'm not a cocky, arrogant guy. Okay. I know I'm, I'd be coming off like that, but you know, I I consider myself pretty humble and very gracious to uh, to have accomplished what I've I've accomplished in in the game. Uh, and I'm kind of jumping the gun because I know that Andrew always asks what we're happy for, so maybe I'll leave it to that. You know. Well. Would you would you even go so far as to say that you're the humblest of the humble? <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Let, I'm just let's playing. take that. Yeah, I, I'm the humblest of the of the the cockiest humblest guy. <laughs> Let me speak for you instead, because I really have gotten to know Venga a lot over the past year, and he really is the real deal. Just a guy who's willing to help out people, wants to help them in their play, but also in. Uh, you know, any area that he can. And ever since I, I was looking it up, it was episode 92 that uh, that we were hanging out at last. Um, it's kind of crazy to think that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just been great getting to know you <laughs> and, and kind of figure things yeah. out together, really, in a lot of ways yeah. about this whole space. So so go ahead and take us there, man. Why are you so happy today? Well, because I, I, I got a my, – my New Year's resolution is, is – uh, was 38 by 40 by 1080. That was my New Year's resolution, right? So I got some... You're going to have to break that down because I'm not sure... Uh... I got two monitors. <laughs> I'm hooked up with 1920 by, t- 1920 by 1080 on, on two monitors. So, so, so Ooh, that's 38 okay. by 40. That's my New Year's resolution. And <laughs> Dang, I got yeah. you. I see what you did you there. You did? That was that was clever. Right, right, that was right. good. <laughs> so, so that was the, the first one. But also, though, I've kind of like embraced this new idea that I want to be like more positive and with with people in in the community because like I started streaming again. Like I I only had one megabyte upload last year, and then then uh-huh. they recently just installed fiber optics. So now I have six hundred megabyte download and. 532 megabytes upload speed, right? So, so my stream is basically like HD. So it's like, you know, I could stream, I could stream television. Basically, I could stream 4K, whatever, you know, if it was available because it's so fast. Um, but I was kind of afraid to get back onto onto Twitch and and also I'm doing stuff on Facebook as well 
because my resolution mm-hmm. was so bad and people would come in and be like, you know, like, Hey buddy, what's up hillbilly, you know, what's up fat boy. And there was like all these people that were really salty, really mean to me back then. Hmm. But I like, all of a sudden I got like this new, this new thing where like I, people are coming in and they're like, Hey, I don't care what rank you're at, man. You, you know, we're having fun and you know, cheering Venga. And it's like, it's completely different. And the community seems hmm. really, really good. And so I'm focusing in more on the positivity. So that's what I'm really happy about is that, that there's a lot of, I've found a lot of really good people in the, in that's it. awesome. And that, like from the heart brother, you know, like you were the, you were the person that, that, was there for me when, when I was like a rank 15, 17, taking me seriously. And now here I am struggling to get past rank five. I, I've been stuck at rank five for the past like <laughs> week. Every time off stream, I can get to like three, two. As soon as I start streaming, yep, I go like yep. one and seven, you know. It's funny how things just change when <laughs> when you invite people. In because streaming is just a different yeah. thing. Like people don't get it until you try it, but it really is different playing on stream rather than by yeah. yourself. You know, it's like, it's like I watch myself make all kinds of funny faces like Kibler and stuff. And I'm like, you know, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm like, you know what? I just threw it all out the window. I said, you know what? I am who I am. People are going to have fun. We're going to chill. Right. We're going to get, we're going to get there. Man. You know, I'm doing it because, because I really, I really do enjoy it. And it's partly, I have a background as well in public speaking and, I want to, I want okay. to use that. So I'm, I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah, That's great, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because it's not everyone's story. I think people can get so easily discouraged, especially if you're trying to, you know, be a content creator, be a, be a streamer in any capacity or something like that. But I mean, you've been, you've been doing this for a while now and you've been really consistent with your schedule and, and figuring that out. And I know even, even switching over to Facebook was a big strategy shift that actually ended up paying a lot of dividends. It sounds like as far as like the audience and the people that you're engaging with and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really, I'm really thankful that it's, that it's been such a positive thing for you in, in every aspect. Yeah, And the funny thing is, is the reason why on Facebook though, it, it you get a, a little bit better audience is because they can't hide behind a, a screen name. They have to use their own. Name. Hey, that's, that's actually a real, I didn't think about that, but that's a really good point. You know, and, and the thing is, is what happens is, is you'll bring in some people on Facebook and and you're, I'm also streaming on Twitch simultaneously using caster.io, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And, okay. and I'm, so I'm streaming on there. And I have a chat from both up there. So sometimes what happens is people will jump over from one platform to the other. So like kind of as a oh, tip really? to people who are, um, who are trying to build up a stream. I'm not saying that I'm knocking them dead. But one of the, one of the things that I can, I can give to streamers as like a, some advice is, is get big somewhere first. Then try to get big on Twitch. Like, so if you can build up your following mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook or even YouTube, mm-hmm. then you can convert those people to Twitch, Twitch people. Um, there's a, there's like yeah. a really good like thing. Like it's called like, like we all know what it takes to have a, a good stream. You need to be consistent and things like that. But there's this thing called the fine bucket. And a lot of people don't understand that the fine bucket is more important than the actual content button. But remember, we spoke about this when we were talking about the Happy Hearthstone. We said, I said, you know, spend when you spend 20 percent of your time on creating the content, spend the next 80, 80 percent of your time on promoting that content. So, yeah, you know, so, that's right. Um, that's my advice is like try to try to get big on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and then bring your bring those people over to Twitch and, and then try and get big there. It is it'll, it'll make it a lot easier. Because 
your content on Twitter and Facebook and say Instagram, it works for you when you're sleeping. Whereas when you're on Twitter, uh, Twitch, your the platform isn't really awesome for for finding new streamers uh, because you only will see the people that are at the top. Whereas YouTube and mm-hmm. say Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, you can actually search for the people that are are doing this. And there's it's sure, a search yeah. engine, uh, it's a search oriented platform. Whereas Twitter is more of I mean, Twitch is more of a a broadcast platform. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I think it's just, it's a matter of broadening your horizons, right? Like, it's not just about the one thing. The people who are typically successful are the ones who are finding other ways to leverage what they're already doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it can't just be doing one thing and that's it. Like, you have to get the word out. You have to, you know, some people do become overnight successes, but most overnight successes actually are on the shoulders of the immense amount of work that person has done over a long period of time Absolutely. to become an overnight success, you know? So, yep. um, so yeah, that's great, man. Thanks. Well, I, I'm happy today because I'm finally getting back in the swing of things, I feel like. Um, I had this work trip that I was out for a whole week uh, on and, uh, you know, was barely able to just get a get an episode out this past week. But I finally feel like for the podcast, for uh, for my work, for my part-time job, for my family, like, I finally feel like I'm starting to feel normalized again. So it'll probably still take some time to get there. Um, the one thing I probably haven't gotten normalized in yet is my Hearthstone play. I'm still hitting all my daily quests, so I've got that down, but I haven't found like the deck to really take me to the next level yet. So I think, uh, next week I'll probably do another meta breakdown and that'll be, um, that'll be the key time for me to really figure out, okay, which Mechathun deck is actually going to get me to legend this next month. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's actually going to be, that, but, um, We'll Mech- figure it out next week, and I think I'll put in a lot of games after that, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made a pact, uh, like kind of an agreement with myself and and others that I wouldn't dust legendaries anymore. But the only oh no no no. But yeah. the only legendary that I'm thinking about dusting is Mechathune because every time that I play against a Mechathune and get beat, I then craft. I always then say, "Let me try that," and then I and mm-hmm. when I and I'll like go on tilt. Like the other night, I was. <laughs> <laughs> like I got, I got, I was like playing, uh, you know, control police. I I got it down to level uh, to rank three and like you know four stars, and then I'm yeah, like, that's I, great. And I got beat by a Mechathun. So what do I do? I I start playing Mechathun, and now I'm back at rank five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you have to know exactly how those combo decks play. That that's the big thing about them. Like. Yeah. Uh, if you don't normally play combo decks, you need to know like your stall mechanics, how fast you're trying to get to that combo, what the exact like you cannot mess up the combo <laughs> yeah. more than anything, you know. Which sometimes it just happens, especially if you're just kind of looking it up and and trying to make it work. Yeah, that moment when you when you have the uh, like for example the the druid you have the Gadgetan auctioneer on the board and you yep, and, yep. and you have no cards in your deck and you just sit there taking fatigue and you know your opponent's uh, laughing they're just they're, yeah, they're, this is awkward they're doing everything to keep keep that guy up on the board you know it's like yep. <laughs> keep yeah. drawing I, I did play that actually just the other day the Mechathun druid like the miracle one and I love that deck the problem is like I got to the very end. I had both my Acolytes of Pain, a Wild Pyromancer, and a Gadgetan Auctioneer still. 
but my opponent cleared him off for me, so my combo was just good to go. Yep. So I, I, I took like six in fatigue or something like that, but I still won because I had so much armor and everything. So yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely tread lightly with those Mechathune decks. If you don't know what you're doing, it could be a rough time. Um, <laughs> but I've highlighted most of them in my Patreon exclusive content. So if you're if you're on the, the Patreon for the Happy Hearthstone, you have nothing to worry about. Just go back and watch those videos. I'll break them all down for you. I think I've hit all of them at this point. I've, I want to go in and craft a Mechathune Rogue deck because I remember with Walk the Plank, we were talking about it being possible. Uh, actually, well, I don't know how that's possible. Mechathune. Well, Mechathune, and what's the, the one mana? There's a one mana mech that uh, reduces the cost of mechs in your hand. Um, right. No, the, it's two mana, actually. It's the uh, Galvanizer. Yeah, Galvanizer, right. Yeah, so you pull out Galvanizer, yeah. and, and then you would use... Um, you drop Galvanizer and then get it back with Shadow Step, right? Yeah, or you could play a second one and then you prep out uh, Walk the Plank. So yeah, I I I, I want to tr- at least try that deck. I surely someone else has tried that, but I don't know. Yeah. It, it's whatever. You gotta have fun sometimes. So it's you see, we'll, we'll go back to poker again. It's like for anybody that plays poker, there's a hand called Pocket Deuces, which is a pair of twos in your hand, right? Okay. And it's like. Like twos are always fun to play because the, the thought process behind it is you're like, if I if this hand hits right, my opponent will never know what hit him, and that's like that's your rogue, your rogue Mechathune deck is like they'll never suspect that I'm about to do what I'm about to do, you know? And they really wouldn't. I I haven't seen anyone playing one. Surely it's been tried, yeah. but I I mean Sprint can cycle through pretty quick. You get some gadgets and auctioneers out there. Got your saps for uh, for stall mechanics and stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make something work, <laughs> or or at least search around and figure out what people have tried so far. Yeah, seventy percent um, winning percentage against you know against Paladin, twelve yep. percent against Druid, twelve twelve point eight percent versus versus you know Warlock. But that's the yeah that's the I, other thing. If you're coming up against a lot of aggro, Mechathune is not gonna be your friend. Yeah. But, um, but in the right meta, it can be really good. Well, that's well, that's good, man. Let's go ahead and jump into the news. We've got one big blog update that Hearthstone came out with, and it's called a faster climb. So they're responding to feedback that they've heard, and they are going to change the number of stars that are required to advance in many of the ranks starting next month during February 2019's ranked play uh, season. So uh, currently, every rank has five stars, and I think that that was when they added on the uh, levels 26 through 50 that they made that shift. may have actually been a bit before, um, but uh, I, I remember when we said that, that it was it was just going to be a longer grind. It was going to be kind of rough, and, and that really has been the experience I know of a lot of people. Um, I was I was optimistic that maybe the uh, the win streaks would help with that, and certainly they do. They just don't help much. So I think this is a really strong change. What they're going to do is that ranks 50 through rank 16 are going to have three stars per ranks. Rank 15 through 11 are going to have four stars per rank, and then ranks 10 through 1 are still going to have that uh, high grandeur of five stars per rank. So... Uh, Vengo, what do you think about this? Is this encouraging to you? Do you think this is healthy for the game? I, I think it's interesting in the sense I, I was thinking about it the other day, and you have a lot of players that maybe they'll be a little bit it'll be a little bit easier on on your five and four when you're ranked five and four, because you'll you'll have some players that may not have been able to get there. 
uh, uh, you know, before. So it'll probably make it easier in the in the five to to one, a five to legend climb because you'll have a, because they were able to get through the other ranks faster. Yeah, yeah, and and it'll also be a little less frustrating if you say hit rank two and then you go back to rank six, and you, it's a lot easier to get back to to rank five and then you know hit that plateau. So. I think it's a good thing because I think the more the 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 road to less frustration in Hearthstone is a better meta and a better a better healthy community. And cuz yeah. cuz Hearthstone can be really frustrating. I mean, it, you know, we know this. It could be super frustrating. And if you have if if you have players though, if you get more players into the into the lower ranks f- faster I think that it'll it'll benefit uh, it'll benefit the the players between five and legend. And there was nothing like when when you used to get down to say rank five, and then you could start that you start the next season at seventeen, and you get to just blast people over the head for the first you know first day. And you get to rank <laughs> five in like in like six hours. You know what I mean? If you're you know mm. because you have all these. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you you know you have like some of the players that just can't. You know, like it, that was, it used to be fun for me, but now it now I I'd rather the fun is trying to get to legend, obviously. But um, yeah, but I think it's I think it, what will happen is those the the poorer players will get to rank five quicker, and it'll make it better for for the uh, for them. But it'll mm-hmm. also it'll also make it better for the players at five and four at ranks five and four. Yeah, I I don't know that we're gonna see that big of a shift for ranks one through ten. Honestly, like for for the people who are struggling, and es- especially you know people who are at that new player, you know, rank fifty, just trying to get their way all the way up to rank twenty five. Like I think it's great that some of the, uh, I mean, I mean it's just like unnecessary. I think what is that two times twenty five? So that's fifty more wins that you would have had to have to get there. Like. Just take out the fluff and get them there. You know, if they're playing enough games, they're going to be okay at that point. And then for the players, like you mentioned, that maybe haven't played for a while, like get them out of, you know, rank 17 faster and back up to rank 10, rank 5. Um, but I think that for for any players who find themselves at rank 10, rank 5 or higher, um, you're probably going to see yourself still in kind of the same, because there's no change to like the five stars or the win streaks that you have there. Um, you might you might just see some players who get up faster, but the truth is, if they get up faster, they're going to be up against uh, better players faster, also. Yeah. And as they you know better collections and stuff like that, so there may still be a similar struggle as far as ranking up for them. Uh, there's just a little bit of the edge taken off, I think, and and a little bit of uh, I I guess what could be really intimidating as far as getting all five stars. Now it's just three or it's just four, you know? Yeah. Uh, I I think every little bit helps to encourage people to stay in the game. Like, yeah, you know what? I think I, I think I I have to backtrack here. I think I made a mistake actually. So uh, when you go from, from 10 to 10 to six, right. Is five stars. Right. Uh, 10 to six is still five stars. Okay. So that, Uh so you know what? I, I, everything I just said was was completely wrong. <laughs> no worries, man. <laughs> it's either you can ed- you can I, edit it out or you can leave it in, and then we can we can get, you know we can get to this point. But yeah, I think I, yeah, they, I see what you're saying. It won't make that much of a difference. 
Yeah, I, I still think that there's something to people, you know, getting, you know, having a chance at getting higher faster. Um, but the nice thing is that player skill sort of offsets anything that might seem uh, unfair or too much of an advantage for players who are at lower ranks or something like that, you know. So um, I, th I think it all works out in the end. This is a healthy change. I'm really not sure why they thought that five stars was going to be really good at rank 46. You know, I, I just... Uh, I, I can't quite get there, but I think I, I'm really happy to see this change. I'm glad for it. The one thing I mentioned on Twitter, I'm a little bit sad that this this sort of gives us a peek that there aren't any major changes happening to the ladder. And I could be wrong about that, but this tells me uh, if they're making a shift to how it works like this, they're not going to be changing uh, you know, ranks 1 through 25 in, in a bigger way. Yeah. Uh, so... I was kind of hoping for something revamping the ladder system. Uh, you know, the we've talked for a long time about the possibility of doing like bronze, silver, gold. And I, I feel like that would be more accurate to, you know, to players' self-esteem and stuff for where they find themselves and how they classify themselves as a yeah. player. Um, but, uh, but, you know, we're familiar with this. I wouldn't say that the ladder is inherently broken by any stretch or, or anything like that. Yeah. Well, the, when you... the here's here's something for the for the beginner player when you go from 50 to 25 like all the all the classes and like the ranks are like fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like little fish and all kinds of things but once you get to 25 then you start to get the the actual cards like you know you become so you become part of the community <laughs> have you have you noticed that like 50 to 25 is like all these little like <laughs> stars and fruits and like vegetables and the like, icons are interesting to yeah, say the they, least they completely um, don't i don't feel in. encouraged by saying i'm i'm a butterfly player yeah yeah exactly exactly stretch. it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i should add that in between 50 and 25 it you you can't reduce stars you can only gain stars you can't go back stars right so that's, right that's a positive actually i think it's all the way through to 20 Is it? Um, because yeah, because it was that way twenty five through twenty originally, uh, and when they added all these other ranks, they said we're just going to extend that. So it's only once you get to rank twenty that you can start to lose stars, um, and you got the win streak all the way to rank five, and then the real grind. Yeah, then you're yeah you're <laughs> so, hardened. You're hardened by that time. <sighs> yeah, it's rough. <laughs> But uh, but happy to see these change. I'd love to hear, of course, what you think as well. So be sure to let me know uh, through email and Twitter. We'll give you all those links at the end of the show. Let's take a quick sponsor break. I want to thank those of you who are supporting the show over at Patreon. This month has been a really interesting one for the Patreon. And I, I was kind of gathering my thoughts for what to say. And then a lot changed over this past week. So um, we were at, we actually had some people who shifted and uh, their, their donations, either they needed to stop or they were lessening. And I get that that happens. Um, but we were kind of in danger of, of going below the goal for weekly episodes. And so I was thinking, how do I put the word out? Well, guess what? Um, the word got out, I guess. Uh, you know, I mentioned the Patreon every episode because it matters. Those of you who are supporting the show over there, you're making it happen and you're making these weekly episodes especially happen. So thank you so much to those of you who, who came up. We had some new donors. We had some people up their donations. 
And if you if that's not you, if you haven't joined in yet, I really want to encourage you to check it out at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. There are tons of different ways and perks that you can get. Uh, $5 a month, you get exclusive weekly content, which I've been coming out with a lot. I, I got to show that uh, Odd Paladin replay I talked about last week. It was absolutely insane. In fact, walking through it, I realized just how much I should not have won. Um, but I played to my outs and I should have won because of that. So it was uh, it was very fun. So if you like the show, if you want to see more happen, uh, go over there, check it out and join the family that are making uh, making it possible for these shows to come out, for the lights to remain on and for me to do even more for you all. So uh, thank you again. That's patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. All right, Vanga, we are going to talk about some big stuff here. In fact, questions that have kind of been brought from your community. Uh, when we were talking about this show, you mentioned some stuff that really you've been asked quite often on your stream. So why don't, why don't you talk about uh, this discussion point uh, that's going to be the main driving uh, driver of our conversation? Absolutely. Here. The the question that we get asked a lot is, which class should I be playing? And it comes a lot from players who are in like the ranks of say 15 to 20 or even, or just between, between 10 and 20, I guess. And they keep asking, what should I be playing? And, you know, I had some answers and like, again, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert, but I, I do have a good understanding of Hearthstone. So my answer to them was, was it's when you're playing like certain classes, you maybe you should play just like try to max out three classes. It's like learn learn three classes at a time when you're beginning. And one, it can be because of the amount of the, the cards that you have in your in your collection. And two, it also though there's certain decks and classes that play to your strengths and weaknesses. And and mm-hmm. Andrew and I had spoken about we spoke about this. Remember we were saying we were talking about how like if you if you have sometimes a, a like a a card advantage problem where you where you find yourself with no cards. There's a class like Druid before the the nerfs really before the the, the when they changed the, the nourish to six mana. You know you had that five five mana draw three cards. It can kind of get you back in the game when when to, to to get some cards in your hand if you have a problem keeping cards in your hand. So you know I mean like some players just have that like. Like they say to me, I I want to I want to learn how to have eight cards in my hand, like you do on on turn eight, and and it's like, well, you know, there's certain things that you do, like you've had to learn those. Whereas other classes are more forgiving in that aspect. Does that make sense to you? Like it, what I'm saying is, is that you know, yeah. like you you just like the druid, you can kind of like get yourself back in the game by drawing five. And if you're playing, say, like an arcane, what is it, the the elemental that costs zero once you've you've played it? Um, is it arcane element? I think it's called. Uh, it's it's a four mana one that costs zero. I can't remember the name of it right now, but like. Oh, oh no, uh, arcane tyrant. Is I that think so. Yeah, about? yeah, um, yeah. It's a it it caught when you cast a when you cast a spell. Um, it uh, they cost five or more. It yeah. costs zero. So it's like that it can yeah. help you with card advantage. So you could play that. You could play the draw, and you could put a minion up on the board. So there's like certain classes that you you get those advantages of where your weaknesses are. So if you can't learn the, to overcome like drawing drawing the cards, like running out of cards, 
then you have these decks and, and classes that can play the, that weakness. And Druid, as an example, is the one that, that I use. So I said, you know, stick to a class that, that can give you a bigger margin for error. And also, also mm-hmm. like uh, to, to go back on the point where I said is you have to have also stuff in your collection. And like I started playing recently, I started playing Mage. I didn't really have a lot of Mage cards, but when I opened up my first Rastacon pack, Genelai was in there. So, oh right? so baby, like, yeah, right. <laughs> and so then also an odd, odd mage, right? So I started playing odd mage because of that. But the temptation is for a lot of players is they say, oh well, you know, I, what what class should I play? I I want to play pirate uh, pirate rogue or or I want to play secret hunter or or something. But they have no cards in those classes, you know. So unless you can, if you can't just break out your credit card and get and get tons of cards. And you have to grind. You have to work with what you have. So that's that's like rule number two, I guess, is is play with what what you have in your collection. And then rule number one is is find the decks that play that play to your strengths. I mean, the classes that play to your strengths, and then also give you a larger room for error on your on your weaknesses. That's that's my mm-hmm. advice, and that's a question I get asked all the time. Um, and I think you had mentioned something about the, the the basic cards, like classic and basic cards as well. Yeah, well, I think especially for people who are just starting out, if they're, um, you know, if you've been playing Hearthstone for a few months or you just picked it up, uh, you really need to stick with the classic and basic cards. I, you know, there was a recent post from Mixar reminding us that the reason that they designed the basic cards, especially, was to give players a feel for what class identity looks like. You know, um, like uh, I'm trying to think of an example, and I'm thinking of all the really bad shaman cards unfortunately, <laughs> that are a part of that um but Dru- druid's kind of the quintessential one to look at so you've got mana ramp in wild growth and nourish and because that's a core identity of druid being able to uh, take a turn to invest in what the future of your game is going to be later on in the game you'll be able to play bigger threats uh, sooner than your opponent will, but you basically have to take off a turn in order to do it. Um, you know, Rogue, obviously you've got lots of shenanigans with uh, weapon buffs, with stealthing your minions, and and things like that. So really, like, if there's a if there's a class that even just catches your eye, that, you're, that you say, man, I think I would like this one, try out building your own deck. You can even look online for some, uh, you know, some suggestions for beginner decks, uh, you know, for Warrior, for Warlock, whatever you want to play. And then just try them out and really learn what all of those different cards are in, in just the classic and basic sets and utilize them as best as you can. From there, you can start to find expansion cards that will further those play mechanics because typically expansion cards are going to be more powerful than your classic or basic cards. It's not always true, but Typically, it's the case. And so you can find the expansion cards that, whoa, this one actually stealths my my minion indefinitely. Or this is a weapon that I can't get with my hero power. It's way better, you know. So uh, finding those kinds of things are really going to help you start to um, expand your horizons and think through. And and just add slowly to your knowledge of the game and of the class as well. And the thing is, is when I was thinking about it while, while you were talking, is that... Sometimes, though, 
you, you will start to lose playing other classes because you, you got used to something in, in say, the Druid class. We'll use that, that example again. Because you can ramp and things like mm-hmm. that, you could play like Lich King on, on turn, you know, used to be able to play Lich King, say, on turn five or six or something. It, right, it, and you can't do yeah. that. So the, those type of things they affect that they affect how your game plays out, and it's like you're so you don't get that same buff advantage, you know, the the mana ramp with with rogue, you know. So people try to play, they they try to play the the same way that they play druid with rogue, and it's just not going to work out. It's just not going to happen for you. So that's really strikes to your point where you said that you have to look at the the basic functions of, of it, like a classic, just go into, go into Hearthstone, into the, into the collection and just look at what the deck recipes are there and, and then learn why they are the way they are. It's it look, you know, check the classic cards. Like the other night, I, I always talk about this is, is like, sometimes I get frustrated. Like it was, I got frustrated and I, was having a bad run, so I decided, you know what, I'm I'm done with this. I grab a classic warrior. I go in just the classic warrior. Go into the collection. I grab the classic warrior, boom, and I um, I I craft it. You know, I mean, I just put it. You know, create new deck, classic warrior, rank four, mm-hmm. rank four. I'm playing at rank four. I go up against an even even paladin, and beat him by turn five with a classic warrior. Right? Oof. Yeah. So whoa. And, but it's all about because I understood exactly what the deck was trying to do and how that class worked. You had in like in the classic warrior, you have you know you have the um, the, the cards that, that that will buff up the the attack on uh, on your on your minions. Uh, like, let me give you an example. Sure. Um, so yeah, I just I like Savage like Roar will 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 buff up your frothing berserker, right? You know, oh sure, so, sure. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, so it matters to drop down the Frothing Berserker on turn three, and then Whirlwind it twice, and then like, you know, just got through and Arcane Arcanite Reaper, all these cards you would never play, and I managed to just like, just overwhelm my opponent because even Paladin was just for some reason was slower, and it just it was it was amazing. But the reason why I'm mentioning that is is because those the cards make sense. They they're they're constructed in a way that like you can play on curve and you can just get, get from next turn to next turn. And it like, you're, they just make sense. So when you're deck building, you know, mm-hmm. and you're playing classes, I always suggest just take a, take the classic, you know, 30, 30, whatever it is, you don't have to play it at ranked, but play a casual and just get to understand how those, how it works yeah. and why they're in there. Yeah. Those deck, those deck recipes will be your best friend, especially like that. That was such a great uh, uh, feature for them to add when they did, because it, it gives you a place to start. Those of us who have been playing the game for a while know to go to hsreplay.net, go to Hearthbone, go to hearthstonetopdecks.com, you know, because that's where you're going to find a lot of what you want to play. Um, but for people who are just starting, they don't know all that. You you can't know that <laughs> intuitively. You have to actually go to Google and search for Hearthstone decks or, or something like that. So to, so to have those deck recipes right there gives you a place to start uh, baked into the game. So, yeah, I, I can't agree yeah. with you more on that. Um, another thing I was thinking that's, that can be a really big driving factor is getting to your 500 wins also. 
Um, and this might not necessarily be the brand new player because you've got a long way to go to get to that 500 wins. But for that player who's kind of gotten into it, you maybe you've been playing for three to six months regularly, somewhat regularly. You might have a class that you've been really grinding hard uh, and you you could be at two or 300 wins at that point. And you say, man, I really want to see this golden portrait. That's a, It is certainly a trophy in your case. So really just hone in on that. And once you have a basic understanding for what the class can do, you can start to branch out and see what are the real, what are the meta things that are happening. You can go to any of those resources I mentioned earlier, but one of the best intuitive ways to read the meta is what are you playing against? I, I was thinking about this as we were preparing for the show, and I'm pretty sure that it's how I stumbled across Zulok initially, was just seeing Warlock after Warlock that they just had a... a um, not a not a uh, huge buff minion, but something significant happening every single turn. They were life tapping a lot. It seemed like they just never ran out of resources and they just killed me so quick. So once I saw that several times, I knew what I was looking for when I was searching decks online. And I was able to find a zoo deck and, oh, okay, that, it's called zoo. I, I don't know what I was calling it. Dinky <laughs> Demon warlock or something um but then you can kind of start to branch out and figure out oh okay so now i can kind of learn this deck and hopefully it's one of the classes you're working on or you you might pivot um you don't want to bounce from class to class too often but if you're starting to see something a lot and you really want to learn it go for it try it out um these are just uh suggestions we're giving you certainly not letter of the law by yeah absolutely you know it's funny I, i i when we like i used to play like paladin when i first started like that was the only class that i played it, mm-hmm. and it was just because i okay. just loved the i used to play dungeons and dragons back in the day and and i was like so i was like oh, oh paladin. Okay. i'm gonna focus on playing paladin i have 1282 pa- wins with paladin right Ooh, yeah. that is and, not and, insignificant and, but here's here's the crazy part i haven't played paladin since the ungoro expansion consistent yeah really yeah I, I haven't. Whoa. Yeah. That's and, a long and, time. But all of those wins are at the casual, are, were at the casual rank games. All of them. But like. Well, no, like no, wait. Your, your, your numbered wins, though, are only ranked oh, games. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So then I don't know what I'm talking about again. But it's, uh, <laughs> but, no, but I, I'm looking at it right now. 1,282 <laughs> wins with Paladin. And I haven't played, I used to play the Elemental Paladin. In, in the Ongoro expansion. And I haven't played Paladin since then because I just haven't been crazy about the, oh the meta with it. I just ha- haven't liked the archetype. You don't like Uther I'm tra- the I'm trying. I'm trying it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go to the dark side. Of course I like him. And you're gonna you're gonna see that soon. It's gonna roar. That deck is gonna crush. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I wanna see it. Um well we, we really don't have to belabor the point. We've actually talked about this longer than I expected. But what what else would you say for people who are maybe like may, maybe somebody who's so gung ho and wants to learn every single class right out the bat? Um, why why would you advise them away from that Vango? Why is that not going to be the best? I think I think it has to do with collection. I think it, it really depends on, on on your collection. But it also it's a lot to take in. There's a lot of you'll. You can you can learn a lot about a class by playing against that class. I do I do believe though that you sure, can learn yeah. a lot about that class by playing the class, of course, right? But but it's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Why not just focus on say three classes and 
then and learn maybe one or two variants of an archetype at a time, you know, something like that. So keep it, keep it, keep your game small, and then expand as you as you understand why the cards are in the decks for what reason. And it's just problems with experience. I think that you know, like, like I had said, like you said, I, wow, that's a ton of games. Um, I didn't realize I had played that many with it, but it's like I thought it would be a lot less. Um, you know that, so I, I just, you know, I think that you have to keep the keep the game small, you know, in the beginning, um, and focus in on just three classes because of time. You know, you also you don't right you yeah, don't have especially you don't have a lot of time, and uh, and so plus it co- it could get expensive if you if you try to craft every deck, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I know lots of people like to, um, I, you know, even have one class that they just have no interest in, and they'll dust all of their cards from that class. Um, it's not a bad idea, especially when you're first starting out to, um, you know, and you really want to be free to play. Concentrate on a few of the classes that are doing well or that you enjoy, and dust everything else that you get. Um, you know, bu- building a really good repertoire, collection, and knowledge of a few classes can serve you much better than spreading yourself way too thin 100%. across everything, uh, especially if it's something you're not, you know, you don't have a ton of time for necessarily. So, um, because there, there's a lot to learn in this game. There's, uh, there's no doubt. I mean, you've been playing for, you know, over a year. I've been playing now for, Gosh, when did Naxxramas come out? Man. Uh 2010? Wow. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my gosh, the game wasn't out in 2010. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh 2014 is when I started playing. Gosh. Hey, so... if, you, if you need if you need to know when that when it came out, well, just go to the the happyhearthstone.com/about page and you can see mm-hmm. when Hearthstone came out, you know what I mean? Because That's right. The, the, the Happy Hearthstone has been around since the inception. So even the owner of the it site, has, yeah. Andrew Brown, doesn't know the zone about us page, everybody. <laughs> so, you know, you got to you know, you got to check your you got to check your facts, man. Go to It's important to know your facts. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> coming from a guy Wait, anything else I was to say coming from a guy that <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. You're good, man. You're good. Anything else you'd want to leave our friends with today as they're thinking about the classes they want to play? <laughs> you play play what you play best. That's that's a, a final yeah. final thought. I like it. And I'll say, um don't well start with Warlock also. I guess I haven't said that. <laughs> if you're not sure where to start, just start with Warlock because Zoo is a very good and cheap deck and it's been around forever. It will probably be around for even longer. So Yeah. Um very good. Well, let's go ahead and move into our community section. No questions this week and no iTunes reviews. So just want to remind all of you, I will be doing a uh, a raffle uh, for a, a one-hour coaching session with me for everyone who's left an iTunes review or has done one, uh, well, who's left an iTunes review over the past couple months or has left one previous to that. There are actually only two people who are entered into that right now. So your chances are very good of winning this. <laughs> So uh, be sure to go to iTunes or or just hop over. A lot of you I know are listening to this on Apple Podcasts right now. Just pause the show for a little bit. 
I actually, you don't even have to pause. You, I, I'm sure you could do it while you're listening. So go over, leave a review, and then shoot me an email, thehappyhearthstone at gmail.com. Let me know that you did it and what your username was. I'll put you in that drawing. I will do that next week. And uh, super excited to do that. And so thankful for all of you who have jumped on and left that, uh, left those reviews. It helps out the show a ton and uh, will always help out the show in the future. So uh, Venga, it's time for card of the week. We are doing something that has literally never been done on this show for card of the week in, in a couple different ways. We're breaking a lot of grounds. Were you expecting that going into today? No, no, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I never know what to expect when I, when I deal with, with, with the happy Arsenal. The first time I came on, I That's... sung and I didn't expect that. So now I'm, yeah. now all of a sudden we got like, the, like a battle or something like, you know, I thought I feel I feel like we have to give some context in order for this to even go about right. Yeah. There is not one card of the week. There are two cards of the week. Oh. And so in order to represent them fairly, we thought that a rap battle between the two <laughs> of us was the only way to really talk about them and give them uh, give them the complete floor. So, Venga, I'm going to let you throw it. And uh, and throw down because uh, I, n- I know that you don't have the chops to, to be what I got, man. Right. Oh, well, I, I, just so you know, I had my my lyrics were written by uh, by a professional artist. All right. So <laughs> I, I don't I can't I can't, you know, just write off my lyrics were, were written by them. And the card of the week, right. card of the week, the battle I'm talking about, this is Astromancer. Jaina couldn't. All right, let's see what you got. <laughs> Jaina couldn't cut it with a dinky little ping. You try to cast some spells, but your board ain't got a thing. You need some mega spells, take it up your whole hand. You're going to get some minions, the largest in the land. No need to be fast, no gas, don't speed, because we're making minions with ultimate hand. Greed, summon my power, it's my mega buster. But whatever you do, just don't talk to me about Lanessa. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. That, that that was pretty good. I'll give that to you. But but you don't know about my boy Pyromaniac. Let's check out what's going on with the Pyro here. Slow games are for chumps. Why would you even try? Two damage for two mana gets a card from this guy. I'm bursting out in flames. Got a target on my back. Give me just one more turn. Values my name, Jack. If you're feeling kind of odd, this game's about to get turned. Just don't leave a minion open or else it's going to get burnt. Car draw engine, get to Janelai. Don't faceless manipulate. Oh, now my rag is fried. I'm gonna cry. Oh! <laughs> Yo, the, you know what? But hey, listen, audience, guys, gals, everyone. I know I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this. I actually used to be in a hip hop band. And it was really sad. My rap was Did yeah. You? I just no I just got blown up by by Andrew. At, you know the, the Happy uh, Hearthstone. Um, you know it's like I was in a hip hop band back in the day. It was called This Year's Mob, and we actually opened up for Akon. Oh, and I actually do know. Dang, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I, and I do know how to rap. And my and I'm like looking back at uh, thinking about how bad I did in mine. So, oh, no. so I'm willing to. I I just hit the concede button. I I think I think Andrew <laughs> got me. I, I you know, wow, this is embarrassing. You know what I mean? Well, uh, no, it was a good time, man. Hey, why don't you tell us real quick 
uh, the details about Astromancer and Pyromaniac, and then we'll talk a little bit more about. Yeah, that. well, the one of the things I love about Pyro uh, Astromancer is it's a seven mana five five, and if you get the summon a random minion with the cost equal to the size of your hand. It's kind of like that that spiteful summoner, but without having to have. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? You don't have to have the the big spells in your hand. If, if, a little more controllable. Yeah, yeah. So if you draw them out, you know, then right with with spiteful summoner, you're screwed. Um, the astromancer just sometimes will really, 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 really drop some really great things. It's great to make a great five five board body presence, but if you drop like a, say a card like Lanessa or something, then you're 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 not doing so well. <laughs> but like the other day. You know, nine cards in my hand, or or I think, and or ten cards in my hand, and drop uh, Astromancer, and got uh, got Ysera, right? Now that's some some real value, Ooh, right? So that ain't yeah, bad. So yeah. seven mana, you got a, you got, you know, wow, that's some value, you know. So it's just a really cool card. It fits so well into the odd odd mage. And it also fits really well into uh, into your your big your big uh, mage and well and so mm-hmm. so I'm experimenting with the the mage class more. It's something that I haven't really played, but I just I noticed something about my game that I love to put <coughs> bodies on the board. I just love having minions on the board. I mean, who doesn't? But sure, and that sure. card is the ultimate for the for that wow factor. Boom! Five you what? know seven mana five five and a and a lich king. Right. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I, and I think the nice thing is the the bar is so low as far as value is concerned because a, a five five body already like if you even have four or five cards in your hand, you're probably going to get well worth the the price of admission on yeah. that. Um, obvi- obviously, you want it when you've got yeah somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to nine cards. Be it, it'd probably be tough to actually have nine cards in your hand along with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, really strong card, especially for those late game, uh, late game yeah. decks. I'm kind of curious. Do you think big spell mage will live past, uh, Frostlich Jaina's, uh, rotation out of standard? No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it'll do as well. I mean, it's so, it's just, that deck is just so overwhelming. Like when you hear the, that battle cry that Jaina makes, there's just like this element of doom that comes over you. Oh and yeah. Uh, element, yeah. element of doom. I, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. That was, that you was like good. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm doing that. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the way we, that's the way we roll over here in the, in the camp, in the bang and bang camp. That's great, man. Yeah. And so I, I, I know you said you've been having a lot of fun with Astromancer, but you've also been having fun with Pyromania. Yeah, right? because, because it's that card that, the three mana, three forward. For, firstly though, that I, the term I like to use for three four is sticky. I, I like I like those those sure, yeah. those that are a three like so think of it like this way a three 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 right is kind of a is like your basic card right it's not yeah but sure. a three mana with a three four has got that little sticky that that uh, it trade it it can value trade with a with a with a three three uh, you know a a wolf from a from a uh, from a hunter, you know, a three-three, you still have it mm-hmm. on the board. Yeah, and and yep. so it's got that nice. I call it sticky. It's nice and sticky, and plus it's got that green. Mm-hmm. Whenever your hero power kills a minion, you draw a card, right? So we talk about drawing a card and getting a getting it ready. You can use the pyromaniac to get your your pyromancer, your astromancer off. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, later on, and of course, uh, 
So it's it's just a it's a really cool card in that in aspect. The other thing that that I think is really excellent about Pyromaniac is the fact that it just becomes a target. As soon as it drops, it's got a target that's back. Everybody wants to clear that. Oh yeah, you know? yep. they just have to clear it. So if you want to get like kind of an advanced play, right? Sometimes you can throw down the Pyromaniac, uh, and you don't even really need to draw cards. You kind of want your opponent mm-hmm. to think that you need to draw cards. Or you could drop down a, a nice sticky three four that they just have to target. They think that you need that you're going to need it, but so it kind of becomes like this defensive card for that they'll instead of going to your face, you can actually use the card to to prevent yourself from taking damage. And the, so yeah. kind of a advanced play, I think, but it maybe not always usable, but it does exist. I just love that. Sometimes, you know, like if you don't hide it behind a taunt, you know, you can kind of use it that way. And, and it's like, they, I've seen players like expend like almost like all of their resources or resources on trying to kill it. And you're just like, okay, thanks. And then you drop down whatever, you know, whatever you had in your hand the next turn on say an empty board mm-hmm. and they, and it's even, even more powerful, more strong, you know? So. Yeah. So are you playing both of these in Odd Mage as you're as you're testing and stuff? Because typically I've seen Astromancer in some of the big spell mage builds and Pyromaniac in more of like an aggressive Odd Mage, but are you, are you finding some kind of like hybrid between the two that you're trying yes. to put them in? Yes, and, and when I, like we had touched on it earlier, you said I don't think that you could have seven or nine cards in on, on your turn in later hands. Um, the Pyromaniac is the one that you can pull some cards from and then also what you do is you put some fireflies in there and your fireflies will be able to give you the, the extra cards in, in your hand. You can kind of just let them sit there, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and even if you play them, you still get that minion back. And also Pyroman- Pyromaniac is, is if you're playing Odd Mage, you can, you can attack with your 1-2 Firefly and then kill it that same turn. You know, and and then draw a card. You know, so it's so it has a lot of synergies with a, a lot of different cards in the deck. Um, yeah, I definitely think that running Pyromaniac and Astromancer in the same odd mage deck is the way to go. It's just it's lots of value. There's lots of trickery, 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 trickery. Yeah, I I'm a fan of trickery, so I'm I'm very much okay with this. Um, I might I might have to steal your list and try it out myself, yeah. man. Um, I'll, but, you, well, great. I'll, I'll, what I'll do, I'll give it to you. Maybe we could put it in the um in the description on the Happy Hearthstone site. Yeah, yeah in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can throw it on there for sure. Well, awesome. Well, hey, as we close down the show tonight, I just want to remind you, as always, that uh, you are the Happy Hearthstone. This podcast is all about our great community. And so just by listening, I I kind of tricked you because you're a part of it. Sorry. You might not like it, but you're a part of it. Uh, But you really should like it because it's a great thing that we're that we're here together doing. Um, And so if you're newer to the show, just want to thank you so much for listening and encourage you to come back next week as we'll be uh, diving into the meta and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And if you've been listening for a while, think about what the what the next what your next step might be. There are lots of great free ways to support the show, like re- leaving a review on iTunes 
or joining our Discord at, at thehappyhearthstone.com slash Discord. I had to think about that link for a <laughs> second. Um, and then if you want to support the show, see it grow and get some great perks in return, uh, definitely go check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. I haven't even talked about what Patreon is for... And some of you may have not heard of it. I'm sure many of you are familiar, but Patreon is a, a really great platform that allows creative content uh, people to... Uh, to to raise support through their listeners uh, with a free product and and just kind of uh, enable them to do more. So there's some people who have been able to craft an entire full time career off of Patreon, which would be great. We're not we're nowhere near that right now, but basically what it allows me to do is uh, create some financial margin to to make the show. Uh, but even more so, there's some great goals on there that actually will allow us to do more. So these weekly episodes, like I mentioned, are a part of that. It's only possible because of the people who are supporting there. And there are other, uh, even better goals that we haven't quite reached yet. So go check it out and see how you can support the show. It's starting at a dollar a month. And uh, really appreciate all of you who are uh, making it happen over there. I have to give a huge shout out, as always, to the producers of the Happy Hearthstone, Risen and Menok. They are supporting the show at the highest level. Uh, you guys are brothers from another mother or from multiple mothers. I assume you don't have the same mothers and uh, you don't have the same mother as me, I'm fairly certain. Unless there's some long, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, TV show that we need to make uh, dictating everything that uh, we've missed over the years. But sparing that, I'm still so thankful for your friendship and support for the show. Uh, truly, you guys are uh, are the bomb. So thank you so much. If you'd like to uh, follow me on Twitter, you can. And Andrew is living. I'm always throwing out ideas and and stuff over there. And you can follow the show at the or excuse me at the Happy HS. I haven't actually uh, posted in there in a while, but I'm trying to get it uh, back up and running. Shoot me an email at thehappyhearthstone at gmail.com if you'd like to come join me on the show like Vanga Dragon did. Uh, you don't have to be a, a multi-legend, best-in-the-world Twitch streamer in order to join. Uh, and I would love for you to come on, whether you've just started streaming, you've never streamed before. I mean, look at how much you've grown, Vanga. I, we're going <laughs> to be talking next year, and you're going to literally like be sponsored by Blizzard. That's what's going to happen. Wow. So, well, that's um, that. That would be lovely, man. That would be lovely. Yeah. Hey, you I know, don't, I don't it, think there's a single streamer who is yet, but that means that uh, there's room for the first, I guess. So, I, I got all excited for a second. I'm like, really? You can do that? Come <laughs> like, on, man. I, sounds possible. good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, seriously, if you'd like to join me on the show, just shoot me an email, thehappyhearthstone at gmail.com. Vengo, we've talked about your stream a lot, but we haven't actually said where people can follow you and watch you and all that kind of stuff. Can you tell us uh, about all of that and more so that we can stay connected with you? Wow, that's awesome. All right. So firstly, uh, I'm on all of the social, all the main ones, social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I, I try to post daily on there. I keep it light, keep it positive. It's really just forward slash or slash Venga Dragon. So like twitter.com slash Venga Dragon, twitch.tv slash Venga Dragon, facebook.gg slash Venga Dragon, instagram.com slash Venga Dragon. You get the point. It's Venga, 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 Venga Dragon everywhere. So that's where you could find me. But I got to just say, I'm, you know, one of the things I love following Andrew on, uh, on, on Twitter as well. I do follow him there. And when he says that he puts up some stuff, there's some good things. Like he and I right now are debating on whether we should be, you know, 
doing a wire transfer for to get a PS4, you know, from some guy that wants to send us what ten million or something like that. I, you know, I'm just saying I, I haven't said no yet. Yeah, okay? yeah, that, yeah, that's all. I'm holding out for my twelve milli. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but seriously, follow follow Andrew. Andrew's living on on Twitter. You'll you'll see some really good gems. He's got some great insight there. And if you can follow me too on Twitter, then you'll find the ways to see me stream and we have a good time and positivity for the community. You know, get salty on someone else's time. Every once in a while, a little salt doesn't hurt. But, you know, let's do the positive vibes. Yeah, we That's all need it thing. for sure. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. Well, dude, I, it's, it's been great having you back, man. Um, yeah. I, I love that we're kind of in this uh, in this era with the Happy Hearthstone where people are coming back and we can talk about what happened and just see how far we've come and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, it's, it's been great having you on, man. I mean, it, it feels just like uh, getting on a bike because we're, we're talking pretty constantly, uh, basically yeah. every, every week and stuff. So uh, yeah. but, but thanks for making the time, man. It, it really means a lot to me. And, uh, you know, uh, just to have you here and have the conversation. Yeah, well, smiling from ear to ear when I got the email that I could come on in, in a pinch for you, and I'm glad that that you invited me. I'm I'm really very thankful for that. And uh, again, you mean a lot to me as a friend. You gave me a chance when I when I first started out, and I do owe a lot of my Hearthstone success to your podcast and the gift that you gave me of friendship uh, about a year ago. So let's keep it going. Let's keep it positive. And. Benga is out. Benga. <laughs> Come on, uh, I can't, I can't. I can't wait to see what's going. On. I. I, I got to get a little of him too. Benga. <laughs> there it is. It feels good. That's good. It sounds good. <laughs> it rolls. It rolls. Well, thank you so much, man. And hey, thank you for visiting the Happy Hearthstone and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time.